More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the VEASAN Hockey Betting Podcast with VEASAN's hockey betting analyst, Andy McNeil. Here is Danny Burke. All righty, folks, welcome to it. Time for another edition of VEASAN's Hockey Betting Podcast here on this Memorial Day Monday. Thank you for being with us. Thank you to all the troops, past and present, who have served our great nation and have allowed us this opportunity to even look forward to such an awesome sporting event like Game 6 tonight in the Stanley Cup postseason between the Stars and the Golden Knights. We could not be more appreciative of the opportunity, and we could not be more excited to look forward to it, especially from the betting side of things, or just from a rooting standpoint, whichever side that may be. Although Andy and I may be a little bit biased on one side toward the other as we look toward the Stars and Golden Knights this Monday evening. Dallas opening up about minus 123 for Game 6. Vegas at plus 103. We now see Dallas as high as minus 130 in the Knights. On the other side, looking at, uh, I see a plus 120 out there, but consensus number about plus 110. Total five and a half with a little bit more juice to the over. So we'll get into that game or tonight's game rather momentarily in the bets that we're looking forward to. But Andy, just a brief recap from this past week. And of course, we know the Stars took care of business in Sin City during game five four to two victory series now three to two in favor of the knights as we head into game six tonight back in dallas the adjusted series prices best number is at FanDuel for the stars i see plus 280 if you think dallas is going to win the next two games and for vegas at bet rivers here in illinois minus 315 so andy what did you take away from saturday's game and uh where are your series numbers posted up at well, I thought game five was, you know, one of the better games of the series, especially those first 40 minutes. I mean, 
Um, just so many high tension moments, so many chances, uh, and and really, really a fun game. Uh, I thought Vegas was was flying in the first 15 minutes of the game, uh, and then they scored that opening goal, and the Stars looked rattled, um, like really, really rattled for a for a good shift after that that goal. Um, and Ottinger made a made a huge save uh, on William Carlson on uh, maybe 30 seconds after Vegas scored that goal. And that was sort of the turning point, I thought. I mean, the Dallas really kind of regained their composure. And, and from that point on, they, they played really well uh, and, and they controlled the game and, you know, dominated at times. And then they finally get that big break that they, they you know, probably should have gotten in game two uh, in, in a very close 2-2 game. Uh, and, and they did get it in, in game five when Tyler Delandria scored those two goals just a, a minute, 27 seconds apart. Um, I thought both goaltenders were were outstanding. I thought Aiden Hill played about as good as he could have. Uh, I think he would have liked to have that third goal back. Um, I think there was some debate on whether it actually hit a stick and, and kind of changed directions a little bit. So tough one, maybe. But um, I, I don't think you can blame him for, for any of the goals, really. Even the fourth goal um, that, that kind of put the game away for Dallas. Uh, the Stars forced that that brutal turnover uh, behind the Vegas net, I, I don't even know if you can say the Stars forced that one. Vegas kind of copped that one up, and uh, and and Hill Hill didn't really have a, have much of a chance on that one. But yeah, the Stars finished with uh, a sixty four percent edge in shot attempts uh, and a and a and a fifty eight percent edge in expected goals at the end of forty minutes. And uh, by the end of the game, they had a fifty eight percent edge in shot attempts and well over sixty percent of the expected goals a little bit wonky because uh, of the, the, the empty net scenario. Right. But yeah, just a, just a great game for the Dallas stars and really two really strong games. Um, three, if you want to count game three, which was a total gong show in the first uh, 10 minutes, but um, yeah, some, some really strong performances here from Dallas and this, this comeback is, is looking a, a whole lot real more realistic. Now I still think Vegas wins the series around, 75, 76% of the time. Um, as far as the series odds go, I don't think there's any value. Um, minus 315 is is roughly a fair price, in my opinion. So uh, that's that's where I'm at there. I think Vegas will win the series around 76% of the time. Um, so I'm I'm neutral heading into this one. So, uh, same goes for the, the game six money line as well. I think... I think a fair price is minus 120 in favor of the Dallas Stars, somewhere around there. Uh, and that's, you know, pretty much the midpoint uh, of what we're seeing here with the Stars consensus minus 130 favorites. Vegas coming back on the other side around plus 110. Yeah, I, man, I, I, I wish I could have got a minus 120 in this game. And I know even over at Circa on our Visa and Odds page, how you can see these numbers alter. Circa had Dallas minus 122 this morning, and now they shot up to minus 131 as you and I are recording this about middle afternoon. Uh, you know, still plenty of time to get the puck drop. and There could be tons of movement until that point. But it looks like the sudden movement did go toward Dallas at one of the more respectable books, which, of course, would be Circa. So I'm seeing here in Illinois, again, uh, most books around minus 130. There was a lone minus 128 over at FanDuel, and that's actually what I snagged with Dallas this evening. And 
I know you and I are uh, selfishly rooting for Dallas just because one, we of course just want, you know, more games to dive into. And two, you've got your series bet on the stars. I've got a few rope hints, con smite tickets that, uh, you know, not looking as good as they once were to say the least, but still having a slight hope there. And obviously to have any hope we need Dallas to win tonight and then put forth a great effort in game seven if they get to that point. But look, I mean, you look at this Dallas Stars offense, we know how aggressive they've been and how aggressive they should be. And you look at a lot of these metrics, expected goals the past couple of games, and even in this series overall, uh, Corsi 4, expected goals 4, you know, all of these numbers we like to reference a lot. And the advantage certainly lies with Dallas, and especially in the last two games where they won, which is what you're going to expect. But then the big caveat here is naturally Jake Ottinger. Which Jake Ottinger are you going to get? And it's incredibly difficult to handicap that because for a majority of the postseason, it's been somewhat of an unstable Ottinger. But when you've gotten the Jake Ottinger that we've seen the last couple of games, it's where at Evolving Hockey, he's got a 1.31 goal save above expected, which of course is solid and a lot better than what he's been doing before. If you can hope and just expect him to at least get around there for this game, tied into where the offense has had better opportunities on the side of Dallas, I think that's worth a play here with the factor of slight momentum, sure, and Jamie Ben getting back into the mix. I think that bodes well in favor to Dallas. So, Andy, I laid minus 128 here on the money line with Dallas. I'm going to... uh. I'm going to punish myself here sweating it out. I know it's not going to be easy, but uh, this feels like a pretty damn good spot for the Dallas Stars, and hopefully they can come through for uh, myself for the game price tonight and then obviously to keep our hopes alive for the remainder of the series, my friend. Yeah, I'll be pulling for you, and and hopefully Wyatt Johnston yeah. can, uh, can, can contribute to that uh, you know Dallas Stars win that you're hoping for. Because I've got a couple of small bets on him to once again go over his shot total, two and a half at even money. Um, you know, I wasn't really sure heading into game uh, five after that weak performance in game four where he, you know, had some new line mates and, and really didn't generate all that much. Uh, but he came back really strong in game five. Maybe his maybe his best game yet in the series. He had a couple of great chances on one shift, a, a partial breakaway. Uh, in which Aiden Hill stopped him, but uh, just on that later on that same shift, he he hit a post and uh, had you know has generated at least four shots on goal in in uh, four out of five games in the series, six out of his last five games overall. We talked about how he's he's hit that uh, gone over that mark you know a lot more often than not. So uh, at even money in a game where I expect the Stars, like you said, to once again tilt the ice in in their direction and and generate a lot of shots. I, I think Johnson is uh, is going to be in a good spot, regardless of whether he's with Tyler Sagan and makes some marchment like he was last game, or or whether he's back with Jamie Benn and, and somebody else on a different line. But uh, yeah, I like him to go over his shot total at two and a half at even money. And I also have a half unit on him to score an anytime goal at plus 275. I mean, he leads all players in the series with 20 shots on goal through five games and he doesn't have a goal but he ranks third in expected goals behind jason robertson and mark stone so i mean you know once again five shots in game five 
Uh, he hit a post, so really six shots uh, on goal. Uh, because I think posts should be counted. To be honest, I, I, I'm 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 gonna Great. go to go to my grave uh, with that, you know, feeling that way. Because I mean, it's still the net, it's literally <laughs> on the goal. It's yeah. I mean, it's I I think I feel like those posts, some of those post shots are, are far more likely to become a goal, or yeah. or far closer to becoming a goal than than some of the things that are are counted as a shot, right? So um, it it never has made sense to me, but whatever it's not going to change so uh i i I'll, I'll just i'll stay with that six shots he had six <laughs> shots one hit the post um but uh yeah he's just he's killing it right now and um you know he's just a young kid that loves to go to the net and and kind of fearless and and i love it and i i think you know the odds aren't as attractive plus 320 to score an anytime goal in game five which i did bet uh but uh i think he's still worth a look here at, at plus 275 or better um, and I also have another player prop. It's on the Vegas side. Alex Petrangelo. Um, talk about Johnson, how he he uh, he leads all players with 20 shots on goal through five games. Well, Petrangelo is second behind only Jason Robertson with 33 shot attempts. He's had 17 shot attempts in his last two games. Cashed the over two and a half at plus 140 in game five. He had four shots on goal. So he's had nine shots on 17 shot attempts in his last two games. Uh, I'm I'm going for it again at plus 145 over two and a half shots on goal for Alex Petrangelo. I, I just think I mean Vegas is is trying to get pucks from anywhere they can because they're not having a whole lot of luck sometimes uh, getting to those areas that they'd like to be, and you know that results in them kind of relying on their defensemen to get pucks through and 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 get some of those you know chaos opportunity those those rebound opportunities in front of the net. So I, I like Petrangelo to to go for his shot prop again here uh, in game six at plus 145 i like it yeah solid price for him and like you said he's gotten five and four respectively the last couple of games so we'll see if he can get over that mark once again plus 145 the best number i've also seen out there in the market uh, another guy in terms of his shots on goal which i, I don't think i'm going to ultimately play because it's a little bit too juicy but if someone's willing to go with that juice a guy we've talked about ad nauseum especially with his shots on goal prop rope hence two and a half is still where they're putting his number except the cheapest price to the over was like minus 160 minus 162 which makes sense considering he's gone over at the last four to five games he's gotten four two three three and five respectively he's also gone over it in seven out of nine games played on home ice he's third and on ice shot attempt percentage Corsi being uh 63 on the stars and then third in shots on goal per 60 minutes at 10.47 so again something to just throw out there i'm ultimately not going to get there just because it's a little bit too pricey in that minus 160 range but uh just something to be aware of for anybody else looking for any potential angles with the shots on goals market. But uh, yeah, I'm certainly liking your approach. And especially with our guy, Wyatt Johnston, who's still at that two and a half spot over even money. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, that out if you're looking for some other perspectives of how to wager on game six tonight. So Andy going to be riding with the props. I'm going to be hoping Dallas can cash in on the money line and looking forward for us to get another game in this series. And Andy, before we go, I mean, hypothetically, and we'll cover it if it does get to this, but where would your numbers be if Dallas did win this game tonight? How do you think game seven would be priced back in Sin City? Uh, I would probably price it around minus 125-ish in favor of the Vegas Golden Knights mm. uh, if, we're, if we're getting to a game seven. Obviously, um, I, I want to see what's, what's happening here. 
uh, in game six, how everything turns out, what kind of performance uh, Vegas puts forth. Um, but yeah, I mean, still running through some things as of right now, I have uh, Vegas uh, as a, a minus 150 favorite roughly against the Florida Panthers in a, in a potential mm-hmm. Stanley Cup final matchup. But if it's the Dallas Stars, I've got Dallas around minus 133, minus 134, something like that. Uh, so not a whole, not a big difference. Um, I still have, I have Vegas as the slightly better team. Uh, maybe that's a bit, uh, you know, that that's, it's, it's tough because I I've, I've always been one to be kind of apprehensive to really react to small sample sizes. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the playoffs, it's, uh, sometimes, sometimes what you start to see over a, a, a short stretch really, really uh, doesn't jive with with what you thought you were going to see. And that's kind of been the case here. Like I thought Vegas would have a, a stronger showing in this in this series overall, and, and they really haven't. Um, Dallas just hasn't gotten the scoring that that maybe they've deserved to got, get. I mean, they hit two posts in, in game in game four. Uh, they still won the game, but, you know, that could have been uh, a much bigger f- score for them. Maybe it doesn't go to overtime if, if one of those shots goes in. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, but I, I think, uh, I think the Panthers are going to be reliant on Sergei Bobrovsky once again, <laughs> regardless. And, uh, and that's why uh, I'll have the Western conference team as a, as a bigger favorite. Makes sense. Looking forward to it, my man. Well, again, that's Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler, where you can follow him on Twitter. And remember, as always, for more of Andy's content, you can check it out at VSIN.com. Under the NHL tab, you can get McNeil's columns. Awesome write-up, including tonight's preview if you want more of an extensive preview and to see it visually in terms of his props and percentages for series prices game prices so on and so forth make sure you check it out at vsin.com for myself danny burke at danny burke five or you can follow along on twitter that's going to wrap it up for another edition of vsin's hockey betting podcast enjoy the rest of your memorial day weekend best luck with all your wagers in tonight's game and we'll talk again soon until then take care folks More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.